Welcome to Healing with the Masters. We are so delighted that you've chosen to hang out with us for this all-time favorite series of speakers, inspirational wisdom, powerful affirmations, invocations, activations, prayer, and healing. This represents the all-time favorites of Healing with the Masters. It represents 10 seasons of transformation. We've chosen the most popular shows of these 10 seasons and are offering them here for you to experience your transformation, to ignite your light, and to show you a framework of possibility for moving into a new way of being in your life, modeling that for others in your life, and changing the whole planet. Enjoy this powerful series. Now, if you're interested in joining us live, then just go to hwtmpodcast.com. That stands for Healing with the Masters, hwtmpodcast.com. Again, that's hwtmpodcast.com. Register there for the current season. And did I mention it's free? Join us absolutely free. You just have to register. But for now, enjoy these all-time favorite shows. They represent the most popular shows of the last 10 seasons chosen by our audience because they created the most amount of transformation. They created the most amount of buzz, insights, and miracles of possibility. These are just as powerful as the day they were recorded. The vibration and energies are still present and available for you. And if you're listening to them, it's because you're ready right now. Know that you helped to create this content. Your desires and intentions have brought this very broadcast here before you. So listen, engage, and enjoy. And again, if you'd like to join us in our live season, remember to go to hwtmpodcast.com. You just have to register. Join us, experience the light, absolutely free. Now enjoy this show. Welcome everyone to Healing with the Masters. I'm going to start with my little blurb here. This prayer is actually an invocation of sorts that allows you to prepare for each of these powerful shows. And I want to remind you of the remarkable journey that we are all on on these beautiful shows. We moved into the Aquarian Age on December the 21st, 2012, and we are in a new powerful energy, a group energy. We've been emphasizing community since Healing with the Masters started 10 seasons ago, and now that emphasis has moved to an actual energetic platform. With all of us here listening right now, we are standing on the platform of community. I would love it if you held that in consciousness as we move through these shows, knowing that all of us together, converging together in these large numbers, even those who are listening to this in the future, are part of this energetic signature, this energetic group process. As we do this together, there's a heightening of the possibilities, a heightening of the energies, and there's actually a co-creative process that is occurring. <clears throat> In fact, your intentions establish the resonance that creates the content and energies on this very show. You have called this moment forth. You are the creative spark that makes this series come alive. In fact, your intentions establish the retinate, the retinate, 
you are creating this very moment, including me guffawing on my very own show. <laughs> I want you to remember that each show of this series is actually a point of opening. Each one is the foundation for the next. So we recommend that you try to catch as many of these shows as you can. We think there's an energetic reason for the order. The order of the shows is part of the puzzle that creates the openings, flow, and evolution throughout the season. Each show is energized with frequencies that allow you to open to the new capacities that are waiting within you for your discovery. And part of that is to understand the idea of masters. We may think of masters as the remarkable guests that share their knowledge and experiences with us each week on Healing with the Masters, but we actually consider you to be the master, each of you in this audience, you the participant. You are, in fact, the master that you are seeking. You have everything within you to achieve and experience anything you want. No one is more uniquely qualified to transform your life than you. The master speakers that we bring together in this series are allowing us in partnership to discover the tools and techniques to continue to shift our lives into love and light and to continue to discover the masters that we truly are. And in the process, all of us together are truly making a big difference on this beautiful planet of ours. Each of you are the spark that allows all of us to grow. And tonight, we are welcoming a very special interviewer who is actually going to interview me. And I'm honored to welcome back to the show Bob Doyle. And we're delighted that Bob volunteered to actually say, uh, and join us here right now and interview me. So welcome. Welcome, welcome, Bob. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Jennifer. And actually, I, I didn't volunteer. I demanded. The fact <laughs> he actually <laughs> did demand. <laughs> the, fact of the, matter is, the fact of the matter is is that I, I had someone else interviewed her last season, and uh, you know, here I was. I'm thinking, hey, I thought Jen and I were friends. Why, why wouldn't she ask me to do this? And so I sent her a video message on her phone and basically insisted in no uncertain terms that I must be the interviewer this season. Nothing against anyone else who's interviewed her, but uh, Jen is is uh, just an amazingly special human being in my life and continues to be that. And I enjoy every opportunity to, to talk with her, either in this sort of more formal format of an interview, but just out in everyday life, too. I first met her uh, virtually. Several years ago, we were on a teleseries together, or a teleseminar evening together, and I'd heard her name from various people. And being me being a law of attraction teacher out in this space for quite a while, and, and feeling like I was using very unique language, you know, in this in this conversation of the law of attraction, saying things like vibrational resonance and things. I heard her say it on this call, and I was like, Oh my God, there's another one. And um, so. <laughs> So we've been fast friends ever since, and, and uh, she has had an enormous impact uh, on my life, probably more than she knows, and um, and it's just been, you know, just been wonderful to know her. And I know that all of you who have listened to her on this series and have been with her for a long time know exactly what I'm talking about, and so I just wanted to be able to have this moment to just honor Jen for who she is, the contribution that she's made to my life, and the contribution that she's made to countless lives through the Healing with the Masters series and, and everything else that she's up to in the world. So just because I didn't know I, I'd had the opportunity at the end of this call to say all this, I wanted to, to say it up front. So just thank you, Jen, for, for being you and, and certainly for allowing me to to uh, take over your show here for the next hour. Oh, thank you. Wow, because I'm actually so not going to ask you I'm actually not going to ask you any questions. I'm just going to talk about me for the entire time. <laughs> 
I hope that's okay. Oh, that's great. Enough about me. What do you think about me? Right. Okay. Let's talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the thing with Jen is that, uh, you know, the, the struggle is she's up to nothing. You know, there's absolutely nothing to talk to her about. So I was like, what do I, what do I come to this call with? Uh, no, actually, the challenge is, is exactly the opposite. Jennifer is up to so many things, and she has insights and expertise on so many subjects and can go deep on every single one of them. And I'm like, what do we even talk about? You know, what, what, how do we just in an hour now that I'm eating up right now in this introduction, uh, how do we focus in on one thing? And so we actually just had a conversation around this a little while ago, and, and we hit upon a subject that is so freaking special to me, so deep, because it's, it's, it is something that I think drives, I bet you every single one of, every, every single one listening on this call. Some people are very present to it, some people may not be, but it's the subject of freedom. And, and I just need to share just briefly in, that in my life I have been driven for this need to feel free for years and years and years. And, and I think that if you can, if you can just listen for a moment and just really get in touch with what freedom means to you, um, then you'll you'll appreciate this call a little bit more and like what's really important to you about freedom. So rather than me go on and on about it, let's just start the conversation, Jen. And what I want to know, because I know that freedom is sort of a, an underlying theme for much, if not all, of your work. And so what I'd like to ask you is, how did that? start for you? What is it about freedom that is so important to you and got you focused on it? Mm. Oh, that's a great start. You know, um, like everything in life, most of the things that we are seeking um, start from something we feel we don't have. So um, freedom was one of those for me. Um, <clears throat> sometimes it feels like we're in, in a prison um, some uh, sometimes of our own making, and sometimes it appears that we are a victim of someone else's um, making. And uh, freedom is, to me, a, a calling card of my soul. Freedom is something that um, I consistently seek. And when I first started in the spiritual movement in my 20s, uh, freedom was a concept that seemed impossible. It seemed like we were being buffeted like little mini pinballs in the in the pinball machine of life. And what I grew to learn is that um, the more that we um, move into a place of inner seeking, seeking within, um, moving into the inner landscape of our being and discovering the truth of who we are, which we are really truly beings of light and love, uh, that freedom became something that was more and more of reality. And now freedom has nuances uh, within it for me. Freedom to me before was, you know, money. Freedom was, um, space, was you know, more time. Freedom was uh, uh, things, you know, things I thought would make me free. And what I've come to understand is uh, freedom is 100% a state of being. Freedom is a place where we can um, move to through practice. And uh, when we are in a state of being, of freedom, all that other stuff just just comes with it. All the um, all the other things of life show up in a state of freedom when we can find that place of freedom within our being. 
and the words that are associated now with freedom, it's not cars and money and stuff like that, which I do enjoy, but um, it was kind of, those were kind of my goals. My intention now are things like space, you know, creating a, a, a space of allowing that allows more to come to me in terms of peace and uh, compassion and uh, allowing and knowing knowing that the deep inner heart knowing not the kind of knowledge from the intellect as much as i enjoy the intellect and i enjoy intellectual pursuits freedom comes from the knowing of the heart uh, that platform of knowing where we know that we know and that we know that no matter what shows up no matter what shows up um, i know that it's there for me even if in the moment i'm having a complete meltdown temper tantrum freak out um, I know that that also is a season that will pass and that the understanding of what it is will show up and guide me to what's next. That to me is true freedom, is when we move to that place of of absolute faith and trust and knowing that everything is here for me and everything is guiding me to what's next. And what comes, again, what comes with that is the, is the uh, accoutrements of life that are fun. Um, that comes with it. So to me, so freedom is 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 it. <laughs> it's all of it. <laughs> well, let's 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 make it like well, I, what I so I'd love to do this hour is to make that a real experience for people or give them a pathway to experience that because you know much of what you said I think we can all agree with and and there's this part of me that's going yeah that that sounds great but how and so you know the the whole thing that you said about you know, freedom used to feel like money or the cars or whatever. I think that that's just so ingrained with us, Yeah. you know, in yeah. a society, especially in the West. It's like, well, of course money gives us freedom because it allows us to do what we want and go wherever and all of that. But you and I have both had the experience of money and not felt freedom. Yeah. And so, so how can we make that – how can we communicate that to people that money, although it seems like – it would give you freedom is not really the source of freedom. How do we how do we communicate that? Hmm. Um, you know, it, it's uh, part of the challenge is the mind, um, and um, that's also part of the deliciousness of our being is our beautiful minds. Um, the the mind uh, kind of goes at it backwards, and we actually think it's forwards. So just from a straight up abundance perspective, just from a straight up money perspective. Um, we we think that um, uh, that once we get somewhere, once we achieve a destination, then we'll be free. When we achieve the destination of financial wealth, we'll be free. And what's what the heart knows that the mind doesn't is that freedom is a state of being that once you achieve, actually gets you the money that gets you that state of freedom. <laughs> so the question is, how do we how do we attain freedom? Um, how do we attain and access that inner place of freedom? And there are so many practices um, to, that allow you to do that. And all of the teachers on Healing with the Masters give you the practices that allow you to actually achieve freedom. And um, But essentially what it is, is uh, moving within. And for me, personally, my dharma, so to speak, on this planet is playing with emotions and playing with uh, the emotions that were created out of events that occurred in our lives. So my 
perception is that when we explore the inner landscape of our emotions, when we explore the things that trigger us, when we explore the moments of upset, to me that is the daily practice, for me personally. And, and I've watched other people start to take this on as a daily practice. Um, for, you know, uh, uh, people in the East, uh, the Indian, uh, you know, and some of those um, cultures, um, we they don't have the same kind of cultural um, attributes that we have to play with here in the West. Um, we're constantly being bombarded with who we're not. Um, we're constantly being bombarded with, with uh, the things that we should want. We're constantly being bombarded with what we want to desire. And so as a result, um, and on top of that, it created a culture of, of raising children that was somewhat dysfunctional <laughs> um, and, uh, and, and not necessarily based on, um, on, a, on a platform of, of divine love. And so for me, the, the things that, that divine love is actually what, what, what brings freedom. Divine love is it. And the emotions that are set up out of out of um, decisions that we've made, out of an event that occurred in our life, you know, someone said something to us in childhood, or or something occurred to us as an adult, or we went through a horrible divorce. Um, those things we've made decisions about who we are now, and those become uh, what I call overlays, so to speak. They become blankets of heaviness that overlay our light and give us the perception that we are separate and not free. So to me, a really clear path to freedom is to play with those, um, with those overlays. And, and the evidence of those overlays happen when we get triggered. So in a moment of upset, in a moment of um, someone did something to us, our perception is that someone did something to us. Our perception is that someone made us feel something. Um, you're making me feel this way. Those are the moments that reveal to us these past events, that reveal to us the patterns that those past events set up in our system, in our energetic field. And those patterns become clear because we're feeling them. They become clear, and, and the things that occur in our life, like a financial upset or relationship upset or a boss that's unkind to us or a friend that, that does something to us or something in business that goes wrong, those to me are absolute moments of of access. They're actually points of access. And that when we use them, when we use those moments of upset, we use those moments of reflection that come from those moments of upset and we explore what may have happened either in the past. We don't have to go into the past, but just explore them, just notice them, just feeling the feelings because they are a representation of the past event. You don't even have to go to the past. And that that is an option, but you don't have to. Things like so EFT me, and sorry, go ahead. No, that's okay. I just figured maybe once in a while I'll ask you something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do go on. <laughs> no, it's, it's, we're both like that. This is terrible. I mean, I could just say, "Take it, Jen," and you could go for an hour easily. You don't even need it. <laughs> exactly. And it's, a, it's the same thing with me too. So we have to pretend like you know we have to ask questions to each other. So. <laughs> So, so uh, okay, so I did, I, I did actually have this question. Um, so, yes, we all feel, so we have those moments of upset, and I just kind of want to bring this in so it, again, seems practical for people because this is something, what you talked about, when we're triggered, this happens to people all day long, and it does give them that sense that 
they're not free. They're at, they're at the mercy of this event or these feelings, and they make something up that, you know, they make up a truth about it. Somebody says something to them, uh, to them, they have an upset, and they're upset because they, I don't know, they make it mean that, they, that there's a truth that they, and it's, and it, it, uh, so they don't feel free. They don't feel like they have a freedom to choose something else. So help us in these situations. Like you're talking about play with those emotional moments. How do we do that? How do we take, how do we recognize, okay, wait a minute, I'm in a moment, and how do we go from feeling like totally at the mercy of that moment and these emotions and being overtaken by them and all the chemistry that happens in our body and all of that stuff that makes, that puts us in that place of going, I have absolutely no freedom in this moment to experiencing freedom. What is, what are some processes or whatever that mm-hmm. we can use in those moments? Yeah, I, I love what you said about giving it meaning. Um, I, I came up with this little um, idea in a, one of my body dialogue shows on the membership site where when we make something matter, it actually creates heaviness and density, um, as in, you know, matter. Um, so, so first of all, the first thing that you do is notice, what am I making matter? What, what, am, I, what am I making heavy in my life? What am I... Giving my the the psychological term would be giving my power to. Yeah. What what am I um, putting making me applying meaning that isn't isn't there? Um, what am I doing? So that's the first step. You know, just what am I making matter? What am I triggered by? And and the first step is to notice it. Um, and there's there's a bunch of other processes that that you know we can talk about a little bit later, but that are outside of my own, but the the system that I use is about going within. So once you notice what triggered you, what what did you make matter? And I don't know if you can feel this, but there's an energetic signature that is coming through right now that is allowing people to kind of have this understanding and and space now with, wow, I really made that matter. And and there's something that's happening here, which is there's a, a sense of personal responsibility that's happening here, which is I am the one that made that matter. All that person was was just a little mini catalyst for me to understand what it is that I am making matter, (laughs) that I am making more dense in my life. So just the first step is noticing, paying attention. Um, It's it's one of the best things that you can pay. (laughs) Is to pay attention. And truly, it really is one of the most powerful tools in your arsenal of awakening, in your arsenal of bringing conscious awareness to your life, is paying attention, noticing, noticing where you're at, noticing where you're, what your response is, noticing, you know, it's the observer effect. And what I've noticed in the noticing is that when we observe, whatever we're observing shifts and changes. So that small little thing is, can actually change a moment. That small little little practice of uh, of noticing. Wow, I'm I'm really upset. In fact, I'm way more upset than the situation really requires. Wow, that's it's, fascinating. It's that whole distinction of of uh, I guess responding consciously as opposed to reacting, and most of us just react. That's because right. again, we don't we don't feel we don't even know that we have a choice. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting and with yeah, what's interesting with reacting, though, I mean, this is a really good point. It's responding versus reacting. And what reaction actually is, is, is a, it's a knee-jerk moment of protection. 
Um, I call it a coping mechanism that shows up from the past. So a coping mechanism is lashing out. A coping mechanism is being a victim. A cope, these are actually coping mechanisms because in the past, when we judge, judgment is a wonderful coping mechanism that I highly recommend. I use it all the time. I'm just kidding, but I, <laughs> I'm a great judger. <laughs> Where are we going with this? <laughs> <laughs> so I use judgment as a coping mechanism because what it did in the past is it protected me. All of these coping mechanisms of, of emotional behavior and outbursts Anger is a coping mechanism. Um, being a victim, um, being, uh, uh, what's it called when uh, when they're, you're on the cross? A martyr. Being a martyr is a victim. And, and you know, being 50 now, it's it's a full game of charades all the time. So thanks for playing, Bob. So being <laughs> being a martyr is, is a victim. Is uh, And being a victim, these are all actual um, protection mechanisms. These are coping mechanisms that we used to survive. Um, so when we start noticing, and, and again, the words I'm saying are starting to put some light bulbs in some of you. It's like, oh, wow. So so now it's not something that's like this thing that is part of you that's horrible. And that Oh, my God, I do this all the time. I suck. It was just a coping mechanism. That's all it was. It's just a habit. And so now that we can put it in the, in, on the shelf as, of habit, now it doesn't have to have as much meaning. It doesn't have to matter as much. Now we have some freedom in the moment to actually explore and go deeper. So the first thing is observe, notice, pay attention, and just watch. Witness yourself being an upset. Witness yourself. Be the observer of your behavior and your emotions that are coming up. Now the next step is to, uh, what I would do then is go into either one of several different techniques. One would be body dialogue, which is my own Sometimes I do Ho'oponopono. I do that very, very often. It's one of my favorite. And I do a body dialogue vert overlay of Ho'oponopono that we could explore if you'd like. And then EFT is also a great system. Um, you know, Byron Katie's um, Loving What Is is a good system. Uh, there are, and, uh, you know, sometimes I'll pop in one of your audios or Rika's audios or Mary's audios or, or pop in um, Jonathan Goldman's work or John Griffin's music. And, you know, I use those moments to say, okay, now what is it that I that's I'm ready to explore right now? So that's a really good question. What am I ready well, to explore right now? So is it appropriate that we could at, at this point talk about like I mean I would rather talk about your processes than than the sure. others because they can find those out from other people. But I know that body dialoguing is is definitely a Jennifer McLean thing. It's it's you know you're known for this, and I, you know if if people aren't familiar with how they would do that in this circumstance because that's that's the challenge it's still when you're in an upset boy it's really hard to you know it's a it's, it's a new habit to be able to let go of it and observe it is and then do something with habit. it it's like that's yeah right. i just really want to get angry right now i really you know it's like some people just don't even want to let it go because they know they're so right but what i was getting my aha was that you know the reason that we judge and do the backlash and all that stuff at least in my case i guess i can only speak for myself but it feels real for others as well, is we are fighting for our freedom. Mm-hmm. You know, absolutely. It's, 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 I mean, that's that's what we. It's just such a core thing for us to be able to feel free, and not just you know, to go buy beer on Sundays. You know, it's it's just a real <laughs> deep, important. You know, I am a human being. I want to have my experience, and when something or somebody threatens that, that's when we 
our brain or our, whatever happens to go into to defense of your own personal freedom. So that upset is very, it's, it's such a core thing that sometimes we, we lose our minds, if you will, and, and, and it's very difficult to be conscious in that moment. So mm-hmm. if you can give us a tool to use, maybe we, so, so we're going to get into being aware of it. I think that just by you calling attention to that will be helpful mm-hmm. for people so that they will at least be able to say, okay, I'm in it, but now we need something for them to do with it. And okay. I would love it if you would share one or two things that, that works for you. Yeah, sure. Um, so the, the next step is to actually feel it. Um, our, our, you know, those of us who have been on the path for a while and some of us who are newer to path and who have read a bunch of books and it's like, uh, oh, this isn't good. Oh, my God, I'm angry. This is not good. I'm not a good person. Um, and my perception is an emotion is simply a release. Um, and it's also a clue. So feel it. If you're angry, feel it. And anger, feeling angry doesn't necessarily mean you have to go and freak out and yell at someone. That's not what I'm saying at all. <laughs> what I'm saying is you can go inside your own being and just say, wow, I'm really angry. I am really angry. So let's everyone think about uh, uh, something that's happened in the last week or so that upset you. And it doesn't have to be anger. It can be whatever it is. Just just tap into that moment and tap into the emotion that was there. And um, if there isn't one, it's okay. If if you want to think of something that happened on the planet, like what happened in Boston or something, whatever triggered you recently, just go to that moment, go to the trigger, feel the emotion. And just, and Bob, I'd love for you to be the guinea pig. Just kind of feel the feeling of something that recently happened. Just feel it. And, yep. and you know, I don't want you to dive into some past horrible thing and blah, 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 and, but just feel it and just feel it from that observer place. Wow. I'm really angry. So what's the emotion that you're feeling? It's, uh, it's an anger slash uh, sadness. Anger, sadness. Good. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so allow yourself to just feel that anger and sadness. And, and what kind of words are around it? Um, do you want to just say, I'm really angry or I'm sad? Or what, what, what kind of words are around it? Um, there's there. I want to say frustrated. I definitely want to say anger. I want to say disappointed. I want to say um, yeah. I definitely want to feel sad or say sad. Okay. So, I mean, those are the overriding ones. Good, good. And uh, everyone in the audience right now, just just go ahead and play along here. And I want you to also know that we're in a really, really, really safe energy. That there's like there's. The company of heaven is minus times a thousand are here. All your guides are here, and uh, there's tremendous support on this call. So just allow yourself to use the the high frequency safety that's here and the sacredness that is here to just allow yourself to feel it. You know, just feel that frustration, that anger, that disappointment, that sadness, and and whatever it was for the rest of you. Just allow yourself to feel it. Oh, and what's really interesting is when we allow ourselves to fully feel these emotions, what's on the other side of feeling your feelings is freedom. <laughs> so just um, just acknowledging and allowing yourself to feel them can lead the path, can lead to freedom very quickly. So how are you doing right now, Bob? What what are you what are you feeling? Are you just in that moment of feeling, or has anything shifted just by feeling? Yeah, so it's uh, this this weird situation I'm in as uh, just being totally transparent here. Yes, I'm really pissed off thinking about what I'm thinking about. 
I'm also listening to you, and I'm also cognizant of the fact that I'm asking you questions and we're having an interview. So there's all of that stuff going on in my mind as well. But I am. there is a shift from just saying it's okay to feel this, you know, just saying, all right, you know what, this does make me really angry, and rather than try and push it down or, or wallow in it, mm-hmm. let it fully process, you know, mm-hmm. and sort of um, just just go through and say, okay, and, and so yeah, I do, I do, I do feel a shift. I guess is what I'm saying. It, it's evolving, you know. It's kind of Great. transforming as time goes by. Great. So um, um, the next thing I'd like to do is just where where do you if you were to describe where you felt feel that emotion in your body, and for the rest of you, do the same thing. Where do you feel that in your body? Oh, I, it's always in my stomach, digestive system, that okay. that area. That's where all so, the anger goes. So let's bring your attention fully to that aspect of your body. Okay. Let's bring your full attention there. And the rest of you bring your full attention to the area of your body where you're experiencing these, this emotion very strongly. Good, good. Wow. Did you feel the shift? I don't know if you felt the shift on the call, but when everyone brought their attention to that aspect, um, there is an expansion. So what happens is when we bring our attention to the area of our bodies, the aspect of our being, and we bring our attention there, um, we we also move into a different layer of the observer effect, and it also has the opportunity to shift. So. As you're hanging out there in your digestive system, in your stomach area, I want you to just say to that area and the rest of you wherever you're hanging out, um, I'm, I'm really present. I'm really present here and I'm listening to you, body aspect. I'm really present with you. I'm here in support. I really want to have a conversation with you and I want to hear what you have to share with me. So I'm here, I'm present, and I'm listening and I'm completely in full support, and I'm not going anywhere. There it is. (laughs) I'm not going anywhere. I am staying put because I want to hear you. That was really nice. It feels like there's some sadness now really coming up. Is that true? Yeah. 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 So just bringing a level of presence to your own being, to this part that's, this, this part of you is calling you. It's calling you, and it's calling you through life circumstances for you to listen to a deeper aspect of your being, and now you're present with this aspect. So just be really present with it, and now we're going to just ask it. Yeah. Yeah. What's this about? And, you know, you don't have to tell me a story or anything. You could just tag into the essence of what's this about, and... and and tapping into um, one of the, the next questions I usually ask, and when was the first time this, this feeling was part of your being? How old were you? So just the rest of you kind of tap into, how old were you, Bob, when you first felt this feeling? Very, very first time. Well, I, I only remember this as an adult. Okay. Um, you know, I, I this this particular manifestation of discomfort is something that my immediate memory goes, you know, into the past right. five, six, seven years, or gosh, I guess it's more than that now. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, I'm feeling um, going back and back and back and back and back and back, and there was a, there was actually a moment where a decision was made that you were here to explore this. What moment was that? And again, it doesn't matter if you know exactly the age, but it might have even been a past life. But just tapping into the moment. And uh, you don't have to have any story or identification with the story. Just 
just kind of tapping into your intuition and asking that particular aspect. And again, bringing our full attention to that aspect. Remember we said we were going to stay with it, so really staying with it and asking it to show us. When was the very well, first time this happened? Again, I'm still only remembering it as an adult. As, okay, you know, that's uh, all right. 2000, okay, around good. the year 2000, yeah. Okay, so bring your attention to that, that the Bob at 2000. Yep. The Bob of 13 years ago. And for the rest of you, whatever child or adult or um, uh, adolescent is there, bring your attention to that aspect. And just as you brought your attention to your stomach, you're going to bring your a level of present to this adult that is you, uh, Bob, and for the rest of you, the, uh, the children or the adolescent or whatever it is. Bring your full attention to that adult and be present with that being experiencing what what that moment of frustration and sadness in your case bob so bring your full attention to that that bob that's it and you want that bob to actually see you and want he he's going to see you as this being of tremendous support as this is unfolding yeah and just being present and again saying i'm here in support and you're going to ask him now and uh, what does it feel like to be there in support and him feeling you as this being of support there for him? It's actually, I'm having a huge wave of emotion around it. Mm. Uh, it's it's not, I can't really, it's, it's just emotion, you know, where it's like you feel like there's tears coming and the whole yeah. thing, but it's not, yeah. I can't really identify it as sadness or whatever, but it's, it's an aspect of, it's and, and people who know my recent story, it's this a, recently tapped into experience of self-love. Mm. of really just, and I think a lot of the emotion comes from that it is so recent for me to have these experiences and not having that again in support of myself like this. It just brings that really, really yeah. forward, and yeah. so there's a lot of emotion around it. Yeah, So, and I love what you said, being there for you. Being there for you, that's what you're doing. You're bringing a level of support and love and presence, Absolute presence. I don't know if you can feel this, but the whole call is in this place of presence with themselves. And as you feel that energy of being present, so present and in absolute support of you, there's a couple of things that are happening. And I'm going to just tell the cognitive mind this so that the mind can kind of even let go a little bit more. What's happening here is that as you are there in support of you, the you of your past gets to see the powerful you of your future and go, oh, my God, I made it. Despite this thing, I made it, and I'm doing okay. So that's that's something that's happening right now. The other thing that's happening is is that <laughs> all of us doing this together, there's a sense of community, and there's a sense of oneness and unity, common unity that we are all experiencing together on the call as we simply support ourselves in love. When we come from a place of intention of absolute support, what comes with that is compassion and love and space. And that is what we are holding ourselves in. And that's all we've ever asked for. That's all we've ever really wanted. And we can give it to ourselves in this very moment. And as we do that, there's an unraveling that usually happens. And now we're going to ask the Bob of that time, and the rest of you can ask the being of that you're playing with in this moment. Okay, now, now that now I'm here in full support, and there's absolute love supporting you and me and all of us, 
What is it that you need now? What do you require now? Now what do you require? And tapping into that stomach, tapping into that Bob of 13 years ago, what do you need now? Uh, the the word that really just screams at me right now is forgiveness. There you go. Good. Good. So tapping into that Bob of 13 years ago who's sharing with you that he requires forgiveness. Tapping into the stomach that is sharing with you that you require forgiveness. Ask them to show you what would that look and feel like? What would the sensation of forgiveness be like in your body? What would the feeling sense of forgiveness be like in your body? What would the be the experience of forgiveness as if it was fully expressed in your whole being? And ask them to show that to you. And for the rest of you, you do the same. Ask what it needs. And then ask your being to show you that need, so to speak, that, that what I also call is God particle expressed. So what would it feel like, Bob, to be the absolute full expression in all aspects of your being, your body, your cells? What, what would it feel like? And ask them to show you. What are they showing you it feels like or the expression is in your being of forgiveness? Yeah, I didn't sign up for this, Jen. Um, (laughs) Yeah, you did. I I just wanted to interview you. Uh, (laughs) Oh God. So, so no. When I, so I guess uh, there's a part of my intellect that wants to get this question right. So I'm going to put that aside and just tell you what's there for me. When you talk about what does it feel like, there's you know, I think that what I'm what I am very present to is that there's been this overall sort of constrictedness, yeah. um, kind of a tightness that just that I've carried around yeah. uh, for a really long time. Despite all the work I've done and releasing I've done and all those things, there's there's some very deep you know this that's been happening around this issue of needing to forgive myself for various things, I suppose, and. And so what that would feel like to let go of that is this, this amazing, you know, lightness, this relaxation is the best. In, in, this, in the terms of this conversation, it's like a relaxation of my, of my organs, really. It's like my mm-hmm. organs are tight. Mm-hmm. And just to yeah, be able to, to let them just go, you know, and relax and not be constricted and, or inflamed or whatever, however it's manifesting itself, mm-hmm. to just, and, and, and I, it's hard to describe that in words, but I know what it would feel like. It's a lightness, a relaxation, just a, you know, like, I, I guess I can't come up with a word, but but I know. Yeah, no, no, I'm getting it, and, and it's happening all over the call, that people are having this experience of that what you're describing is transformation. What you're describing is what it feels like when love takes over. Um what what you're what you're describing is when the the cells let go into love into the full power of you and um and and what's so cool about about this kind of work is that you can see how it impacts everything it impacts in a positive way health it impacts um in a positive way flow it impacts the capacity to hold compassion for another if they're angry or upset with you. And you know, I keep talking about this notion of space. Um, this is what space feels like. And guess what space is? It's freedom. Mm-hmm. 
This is freedom. You know, what's, what's really fascinating, if I can just uh, stay on this for a little bit about the body dialoguing, um, you know, it's like as soon as you started this process with me, I was like, oh, my God, I totally get this. You know, I totally get why this is going to work and why mm-hmm. this is so powerful because mm-hmm. we, you know, we forget sometimes, you know, just how this body is. It's not like us and our body. You know, it's like we're all this this one thing. You know, it's just all this one thing, but we treat it like it's our body and then there's us and all this. And that what, what this body dialoguing does is it reconnects us with, I mean, I don't have to tell you this. I'm just sharing my insights here. But it reconnects us with this, this, you know, this unity that we all are. Again, this oneness or something. And and to have this conversation and really uh, ask our body what it needs, and and know that it has an intelligence, a huge is, intelligence beyond right. anything that we could possibly imagine. Every single solitary answer we seek is within us. Yeah, and so that was a great having that experience with you just now was was a great eye opening thing for me. And I'm I'm only imagining that if people on the call hadn't ever done, if, assuming that they did this exercise and had never heard of body dialogue or never experienced it, or having a similar experience to me because I hadn't done it. I mean, I've had people say check in with your body before. You know, that's not yeah. new. But yeah. but it's different when you're having and I've even I've even had something where you say well what do you need but somehow the way that you guided me through this it was completely different mm-hmm. and um, and the experience was different and I do feel I definitely feel different I mean because I've been <laughs> dealing with it today I've been feel, mm-hmm. I've been dealing with it today and um, and um, you know in a pretty significant way and this experience just now just having that moment of compassion like you said. Mm-hmm. Um, with with myself from before and where my body tied into it has has given me a tremendous sense of release around that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a it, it really is a significant um, shift in how I'm feeling around that. And then, of course, when I think about the the actual event, you know, that that pissed me off or whatever, yeah. that's that's a totally transformed feeling as well. So that's really yeah. And and what what's so cool is that um, you know, first of all. Um, this is just a technique that that came to me over you know twenty years of working with bodies and finally realizing that it, you know I, I've known this all along that this it has nothing to do with me <laughs> that this is all you and what you are actually experiencing is self love and self care and 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 what's really cool is that when we get an audience full of people together experiencing self love what we actually get is a wave of of, of change that we are bringing to the planet. Um, and, and the more you do this, the more that you use life situations to move within, to go within in, in this kind of way and explore, all that's happening is life is showing up to guide you within. That's it. The things of life that seem compressed on you are simply compressing you so that you will be that 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 bud, that flower that that is so tight that it must flower. It must flower. And and a way for us to take all the energy off of the compression and thinking there's something wrong and there's something bad and, and that you're being a victim is to move within and, and dialogue with where you're where it is in your being. And then dialogue essentially we're not just dialoguing with a body part, we're dialoguing with an aspect of our being that is being called through the body. Because the physical medium of the body is a really great way to get our attention. So what I'm getting from this, and and I, 
I don't want to derail completely, but this I think is really important because, you know, we, we were talking about the first thing is to observe and then, you know, feel it, and now we're doing the body dialogue. And if there's more to this process, I don't want to, you know, like quit too early, but because we talked about this distinction of self-love and what I'm getting is that if the topic here is freedom, if we don't have self-love, then we're never really going to fully experience freedom. Would that be accurate? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. If we cannot start um, seeing the divine beings of love and light that we are and expressing that love and light with a sense of authenticity and um, and uh, presence, it's really difficult to have a good life. <laughs> okay. So so I know that the topic of self-love could be a year-long telesummit in and of itself. Um but it's a question that I, you know, I, when we had our interview last week, and somebody asked me about self-love and how did I finally achieve it, and I was talking about this long process I went through and all of that, but that's just one process. If someone was to ask you, how do you tap into self-love if, you know, you're not, if you've never done it or you don't feel it and it seems so foreign and, you know, yeah. how, if, I know we only have like 15 minutes here. Um, and I don't want to take up the entire time on that, but, but point us in the direction of tapping into self-love if that's something that's formed to us. Yeah, um, you know, there are, are hints uh, in our everyday life of, of the love that we are. Um, when you admire someone, guess who you're really admiring? Mm. You're admiring an aspect of yourself. And just turning your attention to that piece is the start. Um, your pets how much you love your pets. All they are wonderful reflections of how much is possible for you to love you. And just tapping into the energy of love. You know, a, a wonderful practice is to just muse on what is love. You know, tap in. Go into your inner being, into your inner wisdom, into your into your sacred... Um, I have a place called the Sacred Chamber that I often take people on, and it's a... It's the center point of your soul. It's the point of deepest connection to your life, your light and your life and your being. And when you tap into that place and just uh, reflect on things like, what is love? What is divine love? And just ask. <laughs> you can't believe the miracles of things that you're shown. And, and having, again, um, the space to do that. And the space comes from, ironically, um, self-love. So it's it's kind of a, a self-fulfilling prophecy. The more you have, more and more space to explore these things when you explore these things. <laughs> and um, the 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 challenges, our mind will tell us we don't have time. Well, there's no such thing as time, and we actually extend time in really wild and and miraculous ways when we take time to move within our being and explore who we really are. And, um, you know, a gorgeous sunset, a wonderful piece of music, something that moves you. That's self-love. That's self-love, too. Mm. So there's all these wonderful things that actually reflect self-love, that all we have to do is change our angle of perception ever so slightly and say, wow, that, that might be an example of self-love. What if that were? And tap in. Feel it. Sense it. Know it. See if it's true. And the more and more and more and more we do that, the more that our life reflects back to us and, and then the resonant energy <laughs> reflects back to us. The vibrations that we are emanating from that place of discovery and exploration, 
now moves into the world and brings us more and more and more examples of it. So, wow. I mean, that's freaking beautiful. I'm I'm having another emotional moment with Jen just because <laughs> because it can be because your answer is so divinely simple and that is just to acknowledge like when you talk about, you know, appreciating others and pets, you know, which is a really big point for me, animals. Um acknowledging that the feeling that you're feeling there, that, that profound love or that, that sensation that you're feeling is actually an aspect of you that you are just acknowledge that you, that that is self-love right there. Because I think a lot of people are telling themselves, Oh my God, I don't love myself or I don't know what self-love is. Just like they say, they don't know their passion. That whole, that whole conversation that they, they've talked themselves into believing that they're disconnected from self-love when actually it's right there. Is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, the love that we are seeking is right there in front of us at every turn. Um, you know, I've got, it's interesting, I, I got a question here from Stuart that talks about, uh, it's a really interesting question. He said, so is life a cycle? Not that this is sad or bad or uh, or scared event will always return. At the first moment when you said to feel, is there a, is there something that's going to come back to us? Um, so, so I actually think I think that's an interesting question, and if it's okay, I'd like to kind of talk a little bit about that. That um, yes, life is a cycle, but it's a cycle of opening and expansion. Um, it's a cycle that kind of opens up um, it, when we are in this place of of, of looking and and discovery and um, exploration and inner exploration, um, and that sometimes as we're moving through um, challenges there may be a sense of constriction even. And it's okay when we move from a place of allowing all of it to be all right, that, wow, maybe this constriction is here for me, maybe all of this is here for me. What happens is there's there's what I call degrees of separation from the original incident. So from zero to, say, 18, we pattern and pattern and pattern the things that we came down here to play with. Um, And for some of us, we came down here to play with really huge, huge life events. Some of us came down here to be teachers um, in the public eye. So we had quite a wild wild adventure of life that got patterned over top of each other. And then we start reaching consciousness and we start asking questions. And what happens is when we use these kind of things like body dialoguing, Ho'oponopono, EFT, um, start listening to these kind of shows, there's an unraveling that happens. And then what happens in in our life is there's a degree of separation. So the same pattern may show up, but the first time it showed up, we maybe got married to our dad. Or we maybe um, um, have a, the next degree might be we have a boss. And then we play with it some more, and we move within, and we seek our own counsel as well as the counsel of of facilitators. And then the next time, it's our our friend's um, boyfriend. And then the next degree of separation is, is maybe it's a TV show or a movie. Um, the pattern still shows up, but the trigger is less. The pattern still shows up, and we don't have to live with it every day. We just notice it in our field temporarily. And then there gets a point, I believe, when we actually stand in the gap for all of humanity. And we stand in the gap for that pattern for all of humanity. So it now comes and shows up in a new way, in a different way, in a way that allows you to actually not only clear it from your field, but also to clear it from the field of humanity, which many of us on this call are. You, Bob, and all the speakers in Healing with the Masters and everyone who is listening to these words is a catalyst that is here to take on the, the, the healing, the evolution of humanity. 
And if you're listening to these words, some of the stuff that it's appearing now, you know, years and years later is actually maybe not 100% yours. Maybe it's um, a piece of what you signed up for to clear for all of us. I, I hope that's okay that I took the direction that way. Yes, and all I can say is that I am really, really glad that recordings are available. <laughs> because that was a lot to take in. I mean, every every sentence was like you could, we could all nod and go, "Oh my God, yes, you, you, that's right, that's me." Oh my God, and just to take that whole thing in is great. So thank God we get to listen to that again. So are we at a point where we should sort of sum up what we've talked about here? I mean, do we yeah. have time for another well, you, little issue? You know what? I'm yeah. not sure how you. Yeah, let's sum it up. I wouldn't mind doing a little soul song. It feels like there's a lot of energy been built up on the call, and um, there's been a lot of uh, transmutation, and sometimes a, a little soul song can kind of clear the energy. And then we can talk a little bit about my offer and then maybe ask a final question at the end. Of Would that course. work? Soul okay. Song. Yeah, absolutely. It's okay. your show, Jen. Like, what am I going to do? Say, <laughs> no, here's what we're going to do instead. No, here's what we're going to do instead. Okay, so I'm going to do, I'm going to do a little flute and a little voice soul song. So, I'd like everyone to kind of tap back into that place, that need expressed. So in in your case, it was, it was um, uh, what was yours, Bob? I didn't write it down. Then, the, you know, when it said, what do you need? Oh, forgiveness. The, the forgiveness, yeah. That's right. So um, go back to that mo- that place within your being, that energy frequency of forgiveness. And mm-hmm. for the rest of you, whatever that God quality was that showed up, kind of bring your energy back into that place of of being, of that ex- you as that expressed. And just feel it as you listen to the music. And the music is going to take you on a little bit of a journey of expansion and transformation. Um, what it will do is, um, what I, I see is this, this kind of sound vibration that I do, um, uh, it goes into your being and kind of tightens the weave of the new pattern that you're creating with this particular energy frequency. It allows you to kind of stand more firmly in the foundation of this energy. And just a, and so as a result, sometimes it releases old, old energies that are no longer needed. And they just dissolve in the music. So just allow yourself to feel this music moving through you, moving you in any way, shape, or form. And if you're feeling any kind of irritation or upset or even dizziness or contraction, just love it. Just love it. Just be with it and allow it to move you to what's next. So here we go.
just allow yourself to just sink into the being of love that you are. Sink into that energy field as it expands throughout your being and feel it as it resonates all your cells into expansion and feel it as it moves you outside of your being into the world. (laughs) And it moves into the world as this powerful light of you as you. And as you feel it in the world, as you feel that light in the world, you feel that it's also not only shifting those who you meet every time you come into contact with anyone, you're helping them to even move their field into a place of remembering. It's also acting as a giant magnet that's pulling back to you an energy of love in your life. So the life that shows up for you now and the things that show up for you now and the the life adventures that, that meet you are now in this matching vibration of possibility. And you sense that in your being, in your heart space, in your sacred chamber. You sense this new possibility that has been planted here today. And you, you, you sense a little bit of trust and faith moving in, that there is some other possibility that is moving you and your life right now. <laughs> You still there, Bob? Uh, yes, I'm sinking. I'm sinking, like you said. I'm sinking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just following instructions. <laughs> Beautiful. I, I swear, I'm, I've got to get one of those flutes. It's driving me nuts every time I hear you play that. I want that thing. <laughs> All right. Well, that is that's that's uh, amazing. Thank you for that, Jennifer. And and. Um, I did. I just fully immersed myself in the experience of the entire thing. So a, a great gift, and as as was everything you contributed in this call. So now if you want to talk about your offer, whatever you want to do, and then I can come back with one last question for you if you'd like, whatever, you, yeah. whatever you're, yeah, you're the boss now. Let's do that. Now to access my special offer, simply go to hwtmpodcast.com forward slash Jen, J-E-N-N. And again, that's HWTM, which stands for Healing with the Masters podcast, P-O-D-C-A-S-T dot com forward slash J-E-N-N. We've got the Soul Thread program, which is a really, really intense and powerful program that was designed for this Aquarian age right now. It was designed for now. It is kind of an adjunct to my body dialogue system. And it really allows you to understand what your patterns are, to understand and play with the patterns. And so it's kind of this notion of when we understand the patterns that we came here to play with, we now have it versus it having us. So right now, many of us kind of feel lost in this field of, I don't know why. And so this gives you a little bit more understanding. And when you understand something, you have a sense of knowing. And when you have a sense of knowing with something, you can now move into that field of grace and ease way more effortlessly. So this is an opportunity for you to actually see your soul thread patterns. I'm going to guide you straight into the soul thread patterns. And we're even going to tug some of the threads to release, realign, transmute into ease and joy and grace and health. There's actually three different programs. There's the overarching threads. And then there's two main audios that take you through the overarching patterns. And then we've created three very specific programs, one for health, one for relationship, and one for financial healing. These three patterns, of course, are the big three (laughs) that most of us go through. So we're sure that you could 
pluck these particular patterns into a new state of opening. Each has a soul song in each of very creative and powerful audios designed for you. And the other thing that I do when I create my products is that I can feel every single person who will ever purchase it from now until the end of time. So you were already included. We've already worked together for me to create this for you. So that's it. So this is your soul calling you into your soul thread patterns. So that is a powerful, powerful process. And um, it's here for you to, and you can use it over and over and over again. Um, then there's a series of these wonderful chants, Chants Alive, which is my sound vibration soul chants. I'm going to play a little piece of one of them. I'm going to play Awake. Here we go. give you a little idea of one of them and I'm going to play we've got both a dance version and we've also got a a version that is ethereal so we have five chants they've all been imbued with the highest levels of vibrational frequency I've worked with the company of heaven to really bring through something powerful I listen to these all the time I love them they can really change your vibration in an instant and again you can move your booty so I'm going to play a little bit of we are one so you can get get an idea of some of the dance versions here we go labor of love. I've really enjoyed playing with these chants and we've had a wonderful response. Our folks are just loving them. <laughs> so that's the chance. You get the awakening healing chants and these again are encoded and each one of them is a little ditty that supports your highest expansion. The next couple of items are actually really cool. These are one of our powerful, most powerful processes that we did in a group setting. And what we did was we took these three because they were so powerful. They created so many miracles that we had to share them. The first one is Divine Planet of the Heart. It's a healing heart manifestation session. And essentially, you go on to a powerful journey to a planet where you live in your heart and everyone lives in their heart. To me, this is not only for your own flow and manifestation and abundance, it's also for the whole planet. When we do this visualization, we, the more people that get this and really outpicture a new life from it. It is lasting and powerful. We, I mean, we even went so far as to look at the society and what is society moving completely from the heart, 
would be like. Yeah, it's a cool program. The next one is, is just as equally as powerful. It's really the next two, in fact. The first one is releasing the pain body. It's healing and freedom through an open heart. And again, it's the notion of the heart and what happens when you move into your heart as I guided you to. Many people feel pain. And that pain is not could be yours. It likely is yours, but it also might be the pain of the planet that many of us who are on these kinds of calls are, are representing. We're kind of standing in the gap for all. Many of us are. And what this does is it really allows you to know the depths of your physical body and allow you to release the actual pain body, to see it for what it was and see how it can support you, move into, again, this new angle of perception and really move into a whole new place of freedom with what's possible in your life by developing this powerful new relationship with the pain body. And again, it's for you and the whole planet. It's a really, really cool journey that, again, one of, another one of those processes or processes <laughs> that allow you to not only shift yourself profoundly, but also move the whole planet. It's one of my favorites. And then the next item here is really cool. It's activating your divine blueprint. And again, this is one of my favorites. This is very much for those who are having health issues. Basically, what we did is we went back to before you were born and why you came down here. So it really matches the soul thread process as well. These things really complement each other. And then on top of that, we activated the original blueprint of your body from the moment you were born so that you are back to that divine blueprint and it gets inculcated into your body as an activation that now is a place of remembering and moves your body to a whole new level of being. It's really, really cool. This is, again, one of my favorites because the body gets to remember what it was when it was at its most perfect. And then when it remembers that, it can remind the rest of the body to move into that place of alignment, to move that into that place of new balance and wholeness and divine wholeness. This is also a possibility to, to have the body in kind of more of an ascension mode. Not as ascension as in leaving the planet, but ascension as in rising the vibration to the highest levels of divinity. And so together, it's a very complementary package with each of these things kind of working together to create your healing soul threads, discovering your soul, healing your patterns for abundance, health, and freedom. Okay, and again, to access my special offer, simply go to hwtmpodcast.com forward slash Jen, J-E-N-N, two N's, all lowercase, hwtmpodcast, P-O-D-C-A-S-T dot com forward slash J-E-N-N, all lowercase. <laughs> you have any questions about that, Bob? That's That's amazing. Um, so, so can I ask, cause what, one of the things we never did, uh, mm-hmm. at the end was just sort of sum up what we talked about. Cause we really, once we got into sort of step three in the body dialoguing, um, you know, we went off into self-love and all that other stuff and to just sort of bring it around. What I really want people to be sure to leave with is some, a practical thing when they're feeling that sense or that they're buying into some belief that they don't have freedom, you know, what's one thing they can do a process or a thought, a practice, anything like what's the first thing they should do to to release from that sense that, oh, my God, I have no freedom in this moment. Mm, okay, I'm, I'm being called to do a quick little ho'oponopono with everyone. Um, Great. And par- part of this is ho'oponopono is actually a practice of forgiveness, which is, is kind of cool. And it's really self-forgiveness, truly what it is is self-forgiveness. So, um, And so many of us are triggered by people. <laughs> 
So think of someone in your life that's really, 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 really triggering you these days, and all of you think of one. And then I, I want you to think of something they did to you that was just seemed really upsetting to you. Just think of something they did to you. And it feels like they did something to you and it was upsetting. And just tap into that and allow yourself to feel that. And now what I'd like you to feel and sense and just kind of tap into is, hmm, has there ever been a time in my life when I may have done something similar to someone else? And it could have just been a thought. Maybe it wasn't even expressed. It could have been a word that was said in upset or a deed that was um, done at a time when, when you were doing your best and maybe really compressed. So think of what the person did to you and think of the times in your life when you did something similar to someone else, either through thought, word, or deed. And let me tell you, I've killed a lot of people in thought. <laughs> it's a very powerful process, and that thought creates structure in the planet. And all of our thoughts of upset is actually what contributes to, to violence and war. So just think of a time when something you did or thought something similar about something else, someone else that someone that was similar to what you had done to you. So now that you've got that thought, we're going to go through the, the Ho'oponopono prayer, which is, I'm sorry, please forgive me, I love you, thank you. And we're going to say, I overlay my own little body dialoguing with this prayer. The first one is, I'm sorry. And I'm sorry is actually the words that has vibrational resonance at the highest level. So please don't be thrown by, I'm sorry. Um, if you're thrown by I'm sorry, it's because you have, so please play with me if you would and pretend that you can play with this notion of I'm sorry. But the, I'm sorry is actually one of empathy. It's empathy for yourself. So we're going to say to ourselves, I'm so sorry for what happened to you. I'm so sorry for the things that happened in your life that set up a set of coping mechanisms that showed up as something similar to what this person did to you that you may have done to others through thought, word, or deed. I'm so, 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 so sorry for what happened to you. And just say that to yourself. I'm so sorry for what happened to you, little one and adolescent one and adult one. I'm so, so sorry for what happened to you. I'm so sorry for what happened to you. I'm so, so sorry. I'm so sorry for the coping mechanisms that came out of that, that incident, that event. The things that happened to you resulted in decisions, and those decisions resulted in coping mechanisms that showed up as patterns. I'm, I'm so, so sorry for what happened to you. Please, please forgive me. Please forgive me for those who I've hurt through thought, word, or deed by expressing this coping mechanism in the world somehow. Please forgive me for all those who I've hurt, and maybe even this person who is upsetting me. Please, please forgive me for those I've hurt through thought, word, or deed by expressing this coping mechanism. Forgive me for forgetting that I am innocent. And forgive me for forgetting that they are innocent. And that we are all innocent doing the best we can. Please forgive me for forgetting that. Forgive me for those who I've hurt. And I'm so sorry for what happened. Please forgive me for those who I've hurt by expressing the coping mechanism that fell out of them. Forgive me for forgetting that I am divine love that I am divine love, and so are they. And we're all just doing the best we can. Thank you. Thank you for this moment, this moment of recognizing what's happening, this moment of recognizing that this person brought this very moment to me. This very moment of self-forgiveness was a gift from this person to me. Thank you. Thank you for that gift. Thank you for this moment. Thank you for the wonderful things in my life. Thank you. And now this is a this is you're saying this to yourself. I love you. 
I love you. I love you. I love you for being on this call. I love you to commitment to your journey. I love you. I love you. And then thinking of the person very carefully, having them kind of in your perception and saying with great reverence to yourself and to them, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Please, please forgive me. I love you. Thank you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I love you. Thank you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I love you. Thank you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I love you. Thank you. Hmm. Now bringing yourself back to this moment and feeling the potential expansion of just that little process. <laughs> you do hope on opponent so beautifully, and um, I remember experiencing you doing that at something that I think is the, the one thing that we've done together when we shared a stage, and your distinctions around that sometimes confusing process for people are so beautiful and it really allows me as a listener and, and experience, to really experience the process. So thank you for ending it that way because it, it allowed me to remember that that is, such, that is something that's so available at any time to do and it's, uh, it really does have seemingly magical <laughs> results. It's really yeah. an amazing thing. Yeah. Well, thank you, Bob. And thank you so much for being a, a uh, a wonderful foil upon which I could share my my stuff. I, I appreciate you so much, and that was a really fun and wonderful and unique conversation. Thank you so much. Well, it was my pleasure, as you know, and uh, I hope that you'll ask me to do it again one day. Of course. And if you're interested in my special offer and uh, some of my music, go to hwtmpodcast.com forward slash Jen, J-E-N-N, all lowercase. And uh, and I hope you enjoyed the call. And thank you, Bob, so much. Thank you, Jen. Mm. Much love to everyone. And uh, just a just a reminder that sometimes it may feel like we come to these calls as individuals, maybe even isolated. But I want to remind you that when we come together in these groups, we are a powerful, powerful paradigm change, paradigm shifting set of lights. And uh, we are united. We are a united community in part because we are completely united in our intention every time we join together. Thank you all for joining us. I love you all very much. Until next time, good night. Good night, Bob. Good night, everyone. And remember, if you'd like to join us for any of our live shows, just register absolutely free at hwtmpodcast.com. That's h. WTM as in Healing with the Masters podcast.com. Come and join us. Just register for the current live season. <laughs>